Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sheeran, and I'm the host of this podcast. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us today at Insurance Town. Today's guest is uh, something I'm pretty excited about having on the show because we don't get to talk about this subject very often. And it's not it's a subject that I think is scary for a lot of agents, and that is bonds. Uh, you know, you see a lot of websites where they say we do home, we do auto, we do business. You never see the bonds tab. I say never. You rarely see the bonds tab, and there's a lot of money left on the table there. And I've got a guy who's kind of an expert in bonds and he's created a cool new insure tech carrier or I say carrier uh, product uh, that I think would be super cool for you to hear about. I don't normally do episodes where I have a commercial, so to speak, but it, it kind of gets into a little bit of a commercial for propeller bonds. But I think it's super cool. And I think we provide a lot of content in there about bonds. And we go real high level, Fisher Price style, so to speak. And I think you're going to really like this episode. Today's episode was sponsored by Canopy Connect. Uh, reach out to my man Tolga. They are your one-click solution to getting those deck pages you need to quote your prospect. Today's guest is none other than my man Aaron Steffi. Aaron Steffi is the uh, creator of Propeller Bonds. He grew up in the industry like I did, like so many of you did. And he sought out to uh, to solve a problem and to make things easier for you, the agent. Sit back, relax, and check out my conversation with my man, Aaron Steffi. Aaron Steffi, my main man. How are you doing, my man? I'm doing well. Thanks, Heath. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm glad you joined us uh, today at Insurance Town to discuss a topic that scares a lot of agents. Uh, and so... Uh, I, I'm excited that you're here and I look forward to hearing from you. Uh, how's things going with you, man? Uh, things are pretty good. I, I'm in Philadelphia and things seem to be opening up uh, more and more day by day. So, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know how Arkansas was exactly, but we were on pretty strong lockdown in the last year. So it's nice that uh, to see the sun coming out and things are uh, things are picking up. Yeah. You know where I'm at, it was a pretty strong lockdown in Little Rock area, but you know, it's funny. My wife and I traveled to South Arkansas and went into Walmart and there was no mask being worn and I was no. freaking out. And I was yeah. like, dude, where's your mask? Put your mask on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go into restaurants and you would just see, you know, hugging and people next to each other and yeah. maybe a little uncomfortable. And I felt like, you know, weird, but uh, yeah. and then, you know, I went up to Northeast Arkansas and, same thing. Yeah, I was like, what the hell, put your mask on. Yeah. And so I kind of felt, you know, funny about it. So that's kind of funny you said that. But um, hey, do me a favor. Let's uh, let's take a walk down memory lane. Let's hear a little bit about a little bit more about Aaron Steffi. Yeah. So um, I, uh, I I grew up in an insurance family uh, in in the Midwest, most of mostly Erie Insurance. So Erie was a big brand in my life. They're not in Arkansas. They're like a, a super regional player up in the Northeast in the Midwest. And, um, you know, grew up living at an agency. I remember type uh, sitting at a typewriter, typing envelopes uh, for my dad to send out and still remember him like writing policies by hand, uh, writing the applications by hand. So um, grew up in insurance, uh, went to undergrad down at Ole Miss, which we talked about briefly and um, swore to myself I was going to do something else. Uh, and graduated in like 08, 09, which is right after the housing collapse and job prospects were just kind of blah at that point. So I moved back home and just thought like, oh, I'll, I'll work in the agency for a year, let this whole thing blow over and figure it out. And then, you know, I, I had a knack for it because I knew the business for, for a young guy. And um, 
you know, once you start building a book of business and I found out I was good at sales and all this kind of stuff. And, and long story short, like that's been my career trajectory. Uh, we've grown, we grew the agency rather um, year over year organically through acquisitions, marketing efforts, uh, wound up having an office in Cincinnati and then an office in Philadelphia, which is where I currently sit. And um, yeah, and, and, and my next venture kind of took me to, um, as I told you before, I, we were looking to sell the agency at a, at a point and I um, went and did an MBA program. I was a little like, um, I guess I was a little uh, paranoid about my job prospects if we sold the the agency because I, I just, my resume was just like a family business for 10 years. So I kind of went and did the MBA program as like a thing for myself. So I did that at Villanova. And, um, and then sure enough, I get thrusted into another like entrepreneurial venture uh, and don't go get a big corporate job or anything. I, I uh, started Propeller Bonds, which I think we'll talk about a little bit today. And um, yeah, we launched um, about seven months ago and we're very quick growing in SureTech. Uh, we just were announced as a part of the Broker Tech Ventures program. And uh, what we do is automate surety, um, specifically commercial surety, but then we also you know, very much streamline the process of contract surety. Uh, you can never fully automate that probably. Uh, but there's um, um, a bunch of different things we're doing now and, and we're exclusively through agents and brokers. And it sounds like we'll talk a little bit more about that today. Yeah, for sure. But I, I kind of want to back you up a little bit because, um, you know, my citizens know this about me, but uh, I'm a second generation as well. And I married a second generation insurance professional. Oh, yeah. uh, so her father owned an agency as well. And so, yeah, I could relate to you on sitting, you know, at the office and, uh, typing out policies and watching your dad. My dad's 77, super gangster, still selling insurance to this day. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, he's in the life insurance side of things now and, and teaches life and health and uh, pre-licensing classes, things like that. So, mm. uh, But uh, I can relate to that growing up in the business and saying to myself, I've got to do something different. And so... <laughs> Uh, you know, my first two or three years out of the gate, I didn't do it. But then I found myself kind of like you getting into the business and the family business. Um, you know, was the agency that your family had, was it a construction driven agency? Um, not really. We'd stumble upon construction at times. Uh, but no, it was primarily personal lines. And then I got there and got it uh, to about 50-50 commercial over the course of time. And we, we were big into habitational, so we would insure apartment complexes, condominium associations, et cetera. And um, in doing so, you wind up sometimes working with developers and then sometimes working with construction companies. And so um, surety was just always foreign to me. And, and uh, like we talked about, like I always viewed it as just doing it. And I think a lot of agents do just as an accommodation to their commercial clients. It's like, I don't, if you look at a lot of agency websites, they don't market bonds. They don't, you know, it's personal lines, commercial lines, life and health, no mention of bonds. And so um, I kind of have slowly figured out that it's like a backdoor way into construction and uh, solving pain points on the surety side can oftentimes lead you into the larger accounts. So um, yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I think you said something there that, you know, so many agencies can relate to. And that's uh, your first statement you said was we we, wrote, we stumbled upon a couple of, of uh, bonds or construction accounts. And if you ask mm -hmm. most agencies, they're either super niche focused or they're generalists who stumble upon certain accounts. And mm -hmm. so that's exactly right. I think, I think the majority of my listeners in the citizens of insurance town are more of your generalist agencies. Mm -hmm. uh, and so 
you know, when you mentioned that, I think that's going to resonate. And, and there's a lot of money to be made in bonds. There's a lot mm-hmm. of money to be made in construction accounts. And I think there's a little bit of fear there uh, when it comes to writing bonds. Yeah. Yeah. There's a fear um, in, in knowing what it is. Uh, but you're right as, as far as there's a lot of money in it, because I mean, it's they pay high commissions, typically 20, 30 percent. Um, and the cool thing about it for insurance agents is they're used to accounts where there's a ton of service. There's not much service on bonds, especially the the renewable ones, the commercial bonds that renew every year. You, it's pretty much set it and forget it. And um, so there, there's there's small dollar amounts, but larger commissions oftentimes. Um, so you know if you're getting paid 15% on a thousand dollar bop, but you may get paid 30% on a $500 bond that renews every year, it's the same exact commission, uh, but a lot less service work. Um, the the issue that we we sought out to to automate was the, the uh, initial paperwork to get the bond in place can sometimes be like a, a, a real drag. Yeah. Uh, and so let's just, I like what you said, you know, guys beforehand, uh, Aaron and I kind of talked a little bit um, if through emails and we've been going back and forth for a couple of weeks now, I guess you said that you could break it down to a Fisher price level. I love that. I'm a, I'm a father of three kids and I know there's a lot of, um, moms and dads yeah. out there listening. So why don't we just why don't we just start off at a real high level Fisher price level? I love that. Yeah. Um what what are bonds? Let's talk about from if you got a guy um uh, you know ABC insurance agency out there and they run across the phone call that they get from time to time of mm. you know I need to get insurance and so they've written their general liability, you've written their workers comp, you know, you've talked to them about their commercial auto. That's stuff you're familiar with and there's no scares there, you know, it's mm-hmm. no big deal. But now they ask you about do you do bonds? Mm-hmm. And so first of all, let's talk through what those bonds might be from the yeah. sh- bonds, the bid bonds, things like that. Maybe let's hit that up a little bit. Yeah. So at a pretty high level, I mean, a surety bond is is a different insurance vehicle than tr- they're probably traditionally used to because it's a three-party agreement, not a two-party. That's the biggest thing you'll learn. And if you go to a surety class, that's the first thing you learn is, um, you know, a typical insurance policy is a, a, an agreement between the insured and the carrier. Um, the three-party agreement of surety typically adds a third party, which is usually a municipality um, or a, some sort of public entity or some sort of uh, company that is hiring someone to do a job. So in that case, uh, I'll, I'll use a, a small example. So like a, a Arkansas contractor license bond, this is just a purely a license bond to do business. And what happens is to be a licensed contractor in Arkansas, you would um, buy, say, a, I'm not sure the amount, but say it's a $10,000 bond and the, and the obligee is the state of Arkansas. And the insured is considered the principal and the insurance company waives that. So a lot of times like the insured could tie up cash and put up and post a bond. It, it's funny, like a lot of people kind of get the sense of this from knowing about bail bonds a little bit, but um, you could tie up your cash and, and put up the full 10,000 with the state, or you can offload the obligation to an insurance company and pay a hundred dollar premium every year, a hundred dollar minimum premium. And what, what that is saying is that the customer, the principal, um, they, they will, uh, you know, uh, adhere to the obligations set forth by the state, not break the laws, you know, be above board, et cetera. And if they fail on any of those obligations, then the insurance company pays the state and the insurance company has the right to go after the insurer. So, um, it's a, it's a three-party arrangement, which that's like the biggest, uh, difference. And then on the construction side, it would be, you know, we did an account recently where an air force base had to get new roofing on all of it. And so he a big contract. So they give it to a contractor 
But then they say, hey, we want a bond put up that says, you know, you can you can complete the obligation. You're not going to go belly up halfway through the job and leave us with half a roof. And if they do, the insurance company steps in and, and, the, and there's a claim. But the insurance company has the right to go after the insured. So everything is credit driven and financial driven because the insurance company, before they place this bond and price the bond, they want to see the contractor's financials to know like what level of risk they're dealing with here. Like, do they have iffy financials? Like, are they on too many jobs? Could they, could this, uh, do they have bad credit and bankruptcies? Like this could affect uh, whether or not we want to bond them because they may be on the brink of bankruptcy and, and overbidding for this job just to stay alive. And, and so there's a lot of, of things there. So I gave you two examples and, and one is commercial surety and the other one's contract surety. And commercial surety is just like more of a licensure uh, to perform business, to, to stay good. And then contract usually has a fixed, a finite amount of time where it's a, you know, it's a three month job or, or a one year job or something like that. So those are the two buckets and there's fidelity as well, which maybe it's not worth going too far into, but um, those are the, the two buckets you find in, in surety mostly. Yeah. And so from what I, you know, what I'm hearing and what I'm gathering um, and I want my audience to understand is you're not only, you know, insuring, so to speak, um, the financial part of it, but also it's a time element piece of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. On the contract side, there's typically a lot of different language. That's why when I said earlier that it might not truly ever be able to be automated because you do have to review the contract and review the language to say like, okay, if we're going to bond this, the insurance company says, if we're going to bond this, we want to see exactly what the obligation is. Like, is it a three-year contract? Is it as best, like I said earlier, asbestos removal or curtain wall contracting? Maybe we're not into that. So, um, so the contract really will state, you know, the the time length, the scope of the job, and what exactly they're getting into. Yeah. So it's not just simply insuring a property or insuring no. somebody doesn't trip and fall over something. It's a time element, and it's that they have the finances to back mm -hmm. that up. And so, if you have a contractor that comes to you and says you know, they're working on 19 jobs right now, that may not be the best thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's ensuring an obligation that they're signing. And so, um, yeah, 19 jobs or, or yeah, low on cash. And what, what, what will happen is if in those cases, it's hard to get the individual bonded. So it, in, the, in some of those cases, the insurance company may ask for collateral and say like, okay, well, we're, we're going to bond you, but we need you to post like, hundred thousand in cash collateral off to the side, or two hundred thousand in collateral on this bond, or something like that. Um, so there's a whole bunch of different things that can happen. That hundred thousand dollars you talk about, uh, that collateral is or collateral is that something that could be a, 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 a second mortgage, or is that something that could be a business, or is that something that could be? It has to be liquid cash. Yeah, it could be. It could be tied to real estate. Um, most most often it's cash, uh, okay. but it, it could be tied to real estate in, in some instances and. And another way to think about this is like surety is not as big internationally, although it's getting bigger. But um, uh, if, if it helps to for the audience to understand, a, a replacement for surety would be a bank letter of credit. So right. that's that's what surety is replacing. So instead of tying up all that cash, typically a customer would like to offload it to a surety because, um, you know, the, the rates on a lot of this stuff are one percent, two percent, sometimes a half a percent. So um the idea being that, you know, don't tie up all that cash because you can make it work for you a lot faster. Um, so internationally, they use bank letters of credit for this kind of stuff. But in, in the U.S. And, and growing in the international markets is 
we can we can do uh, surety bonding to get around some of that. Yeah, you know, one of the phone calls that I would get on a regular basis when I was an agent, and I'm sure a lot of you out there listening get this phone call too, is um, your contractor will call you and say, I've got a job I need to do. I need to get a municipal bond for the city of Jacksonville or the city of Little Rock or the city of Philadelphia. Um, explain that a little bit. Cause they're just like a hundred bucks premium or something like real simple, easy thing to do. And it takes all of 30 seconds, but is that something that, and we'll get into this a little bit more, but that's something that you guys do over propeller bonds. Is that something that they can click on your site and do or have a link? Yeah. We'll get into the product of Propeller in a minute, but talk yeah. about that a little bit, what that means when they get that phone call. Because a lot of times in the beginning, I didn't know what the hell that phone call meant. I just knew yeah. I needed to get that done and my CSR would get it done. <laughs> but yeah. what, talk to them a little bit. So that's one of the biggest things that Propeller was created for is to automate that because you're right. It's a, a lot of times a $100 bond. So even if the insurance company is paying you 25, 30% commission on it, if you're spending an hour getting that out the door, you're losing money. And so what we've done is we've made it a one minute purchase process, which we'll get into, but those, those are typically um, just to, just to get on a job site. You know, if you, if you're driving down the road, I think everyone's seen those trucks that say licensed and bonded Um, it's in order to do any sort of public work or municipal work or do anything in the city that requires um, like city permits or whatever, they're going to want to make sure the contractors on the job are bonded. So if they take a walk or if they leave a hole in the ground that the insurance company pays that $10,000 bond. So um, you have contractors that, you know, do work unbonded for sure. But uh, if you want your contractor typically to be above board, like you personally, if you're going to have someone do work on your home, you would probably want to make sure that they're insured and that they're bonded. Um, it, and it, and it kind of like sets a, a level of, of um, I guess I would say like being above board um, knowing that they've already been bonded with the city and everything. Yeah. To me, I, I equated it to uh, going to someone's garage to get a haircut. I mean, they, <laughs> yeah. could, they could cut your hair, but they're not, you know, licensed, so to speak. Well, you have no recourse if they, if they don't, I mean, with the, that's what the city's idea is like, we want to have some recourse if this person turns out to be a fraudster and they never do the job we hired them to do. We want to get paid by the insurance company and, and that person offloads it by, by paying a premium. Um, so that, that's really the thing is like wanting to have some recourse and, and, and you see bonding in the private markets as well, um, mostly on the construction side to say that, you know, if, uh, if I'm going to hire you to um, build this giant building for me, I, I want, I want you to have a bond to make sure that, you know, you don't stop halfway through and I got to find someone to complete the building. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And so, uh, you know, another thing, you know, we'll talk about um, and is that for me personally, and I know, again, a lot of you out there listening, I was, uh, I sold quite a few policies to, you know, different contractors uh, and HVAC guys and plumbers and the artisans as well. But, you know, I'll be real honest and, and real candid in saying that I was scared of the bonds piece when mm-hmm. they would call me and say, you know, okay, you've got my GL comp, auto, everything else, property, but uh, you don't have my bonds. Do you do bonds? And I would turn those away and refer them to somebody else. And what would end up happening, as you probably could already guess, is I would lose the general liability, workers' comp, the auto, the other lines of coverage because I didn't have that and because I was fearful of that. And I'm sure you guys, you know, over at Propeller see that a lot. Mm-hmm. This has got to be what you've created at Propeller has got to be an answer to that. And uh, you can help those agents that have that fear or that, 
you know, trepidation to writing that business uh, or to writing that bond. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what we build a propeller is basically a bolt on uh, surety vertical. Like any agent can add us to the website and use it. We've made it, like you said, Fisher price simple, like where we, we tell you everything we need. You just, you do the data entry and we even help um, chat with your customers if you want us to, to help facilitate the bond purchase. So um, we operate as a wholesaler, but it's completely technology driven and we pay full commissions. So, um, so yeah, like I think a lot of people are scared of it. And to, like we talked about earlier, to me, the bond piece, you know, every, we have a kind of a business model for our company is like, watch, watch where everyone else is going and go the other way. And, um, and I think that's the problem is so, so many times bonds are often ignored and it's created this industry of direct bond agencies that are bonds only agencies. And that should totally be back in the hands of the rightful owner of the relationship, the insurer or the, or the agent that, you know, has the relationship with the customer. They do their GL, their builder's risk, everything. Um, but they let this piece slide out. And now you're starting to see these surety only agencies add commercial, add, uh, you know, builder's risk. And, and they're going to wind up taking the count because they solve the real problem. Like, like the, the commercial customer can go get a commercial policy anywhere. But if, if every agency is not marketing bonds and, and not helping with bonds or, or sending them elsewhere, you know, that's their real pain point. Um, and so by helping them with that, I think like, you know, we talked, we talked earlier, it's like uh, on the personal line side, as an example, it's like not writing umbrellas and saying like, yeah, you got to go somewhere else for your umbrella. Like that person's eventually going to sell the home and auto, you know? And, um, <clears throat> and that's, that's kind of our pitch when, when we tell agents, you know, some really large agencies use us and they just use us as the, for the low level stuff to automate. But a lot of agencies use us that just don't have bonding expertise or even markets for it, that they can just plug and play for free. We don't charge any like fees and they just turn us on. And now all of a sudden they have a bonding department. Um, right. So there's a couple different ways. And I think a lot of times what I've found that, correct me if I'm wrong, the contractors that come into you looking for bonds, they probably know everything they need to know about the bonds, the process, how it works, what it is. And so you can almost fake it till you make it your way through it, especially using propeller. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just data entry. It's like, uh, what bond do you need? Then I click it. Okay. I need your name, your address, your phone number, your email. You know, it's not, it's not a whole heck of a lot different. I mean, it, you got to think like, even on the commercial side, um, you'll get a request for a quote and you know how to do the quote and everything, you know, what data points you need but you just need to know what class code it is like, and it may be a new class of business you've never written before, but you don't tell them to go away. You just, you go online, you find that you try to find the closest class and you get it quoted and you may have to call your underwriter to understand like, Hey, is this the right one? Um, but it, it's, it's not a whole heck of a lot different than that. It's uh, the, the real battle is, is deciding, you know, what bond the customer needs because savvy contractors do understand all the times, but brand new contractors are kind of like, I was told I need a bond. I don't know where the hell to go. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no, to that point, And that's a great segue uh, before we get even more into propeller is if you have that brand new plumber that comes to you and uh, yeah. for example, and they need that uh, master plumber bond. Talk to me about that. What, what that looks like. Y'all do that. Yeah, yeah. So we do. Uh, I mean, we have about five thousand bonds on the platform. We're aiming for ten. So we go really deep. Like we have bonds on the platform that for towns you've never heard of that will probably never sell. But we try to add all the bonds. So yeah, when they come to you, you just find out what they need. 
Um, and like I said, we have a live chat, so we're able to chat with the agent or with the customer to understand, you know, exactly what they need. And all the people behind the chat are experienced surety underwriters. But yeah, we do all of that. So, so the new bonds are really, um, are really like our bread and butter, honestly, uh, just because we're a new company. So, um, you know, a lot of existing bonds. And I was telling you before uh, we started, I mean, that's what's great in some ways about bonding for agents is like, there's very low service, but it's very much set it and forget it. I mean, like once you do get the bond on and get it on auto renewal by credit card, like you're not going to have to really mess with that bond again. Um, so yeah, we can handle all those. Um, okay. So tell me uh, if you could, uh, because I figured out, you know, over the years in sales, a lot of times it is fake it till you make it. And so if you've got an agent that's listening to this, that's never sold a bond. Mm-hmm. Is there a buzzword or a cheat or something that a hack, so to speak, to go back four or five years ago, uh, mm-hmm. 2015 called, they want their words back. But um, <laughs> if you could give some sort of, you know, tip or something to maybe a phrase to say to make them sound educated or get them through to that next step to say, you know, here's a link to our propeller page mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. What is something they could say to help them uh, feel like they are a little more experienced or sound like they're more experienced in bonds? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. And it's really, I, I touched on them very briefly early on, but those buzzwords are in the three-party arrangement. It's the obligee. Uh, so who is, by, by asking the customer, you know, who is the obligee? That means who is the municipality requiring it or who is, who is going to be the person that gets paid if you default? Is it going to be the city of Little Rock? Is it going to be the state of Arkansas? That's the obligee. The customer in this point, like we always refer to them in the PNC side as either the customer, the client, or the insured. But in the Bonnie world, they're called the principal. Um, so there's in the three-party arrangement, there's the there's the carrier, there's the principal, and there's the obligee. Um, so those are like three kind of buzzwords to understand the three-party agreement. And then so by asking like, you know, who is the obligee? Um, how much is the bond? for or how much is the bond required? Um, that's kind of a good example, um, you know, it, because they're varying amounts, obviously. It's not like property and casualty where, you know, typically it's 1 million, 2 million liability limits and you could request more. Bonds, it could be all over the place. Like, and oftentimes they're a percentage of a contract. So someone will give a, a million dollar contract to uh, someone in, in Little Rock to, I don't know, reface the Capitol building or or, or mason, you know, do some masonry work on the Capitol building for a million bucks. And they say, you know, you have to hold a bond in the amount of 10% of the contract. Well, then they need a hundred thousand dollar bond. And so, um, you know, the, the bond amount is, is, is really good as well. Like you, we always need to know the bond amount. Is it a, a $10,000 bond, a $25,000 bond? That's another kind of like, um, buzzword you could use to, to help like illustrate your, your knowledge. So when you're, <laughs> So back six, eight months ago, whenever you started this, uh, first of all, I, I want to get into briefly Propeller. Where'd the name come from? How, how did that start first before we dive into the product a little bit? Yeah, there's not really a, um, a science behind that one. We we literally, uh, our technology partners are out of Sydney, Australia. Um, it's called Axe Group. And they actually, I mean, the Bank of New Zealand runs on some of their software. They built a front-to-end uh, MetLife life insurance software system recently. And they just enlisted a marketing agency out there that helped develop the uh, a, a playful brand for Surety. You know, Surety is such an archaic, like uh, our, like um, the brand could be like cobwebs. And, and, uh, and so what we, what we did was want to show like how you could propel your business forward and take off 
um, with, with utilizing our system. So our tagline is insurance that writes itself. Um, all the underwriting is built directly into the system. So there's no spinning wheel. There's no API connection. The underwriting tables are, are right in there. So it's um, pass, fail, black, white. It's, it's very uh, easy to use and user-friendly from, from that regard. Okay, so from the beginning, you're, you were created this product you mentioned earlier for those municipal bonds. And then, you know, you've got 5,000 looking to 10,000. Uh, and then what other features, whatever it does, you know, I'm going to give you the platform to give, not a sales pitch, but, you know, yeah. get, walk us through the product a little bit and, and tell my audience, you know, just what you're trying to do here. Because I don't get to talk bonds very often on this show. Yeah. So this is exciting for me. Yeah. So what we built was, um, it's basically a web page you get. And it's uh, it's your unique link. It's completely branded for the agency. The customer, if they're using it, only sees your agency information and your logo and your color scheme. And um, there's no login. So it's it can be customer facing or it can be used internally or it can be shared with you know, contractors associations, law firms need a lot of bonds. They need probate bonds and appeal bonds. And um, it can be shared with all sorts of different associations um, to, to be used that way. And what we've done is, um, you know, besides white labeling it for you to be customer facing, the, the no login piece is, is pretty crucial because you can add a button to your email signature. Some of our agents have where all their commercial producers are sending out thousands of emails a month and there's this white space below your email signature that just says, hey, you need a surety bond? Click here. And it's free mark. And because no one wants to spend money on bond marketing, which I understand to some degree. So it's a free marketing push. And then people add it to their website. So if the customer needs a bond, they can say, hey, you know, you can go click on surety on our website and you can self-service and buy your own bond right there. There's a live chat in the corner. Yeah. Um, and you can also see that being used in social media as well. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, social media posts, um, email blast to your customers to let, to let them know that it's an offering, all that kind of stuff. So um, we basically built a tool that would be is would be the best. It's probably the best tool for direct writing. Like early on in our business model, we could have just gone to Google AdWords and tried to be a direct writer. But we we do value like the relationship the agent has with the customer. And so what we did was say, hey, we'll take our direct writing tool. Um, but instead of having our brand on it, we're just going to white label it and give it to our agencies to use. And so we give it away for free. Um, we always say like we built the highway. We just collect a toll on the way through. Um, and so everything is electronic signature, electronic uh, seal. So these are live bonds. And the biggest thing that happened with COVID for us was, um, you know, we were only going to launch in like 25 or 30 states initially. But when COVID hit, all 50 states started accepting electronic signature, electronic seals, electronic notarization. So um, we're really first to market with that. And we have it all ready to go. I mean, where it's a it's really a live bond when you when you make the purchase and we do credit card billing, et cetera. Yeah. You know, as you bring up, you know, COVID and the pandemic and whatnot in other area you know, is you know, that I've seen whether it's uh, architects or engineers, the pandemic's widely impacted the design and the construction industry. Mm. And, you know, just every project almost is experiencing some sort of delay uh, as as the project experiencing, you know, problems with time and money. And uh, I wondered how that was, you know, affecting the bond industry, you know, they may not be directly responsible for delays in the construction projects, but you know, there's, there's some issues that are going on there with that. Um, especially with the stay at home orders with contractors, uh, has that affected the time element part of it and 
the bonding is the construction industry, things like that? Um, yeah, the whole construction industry for sure has been affected. Um, it hasn't really killed a lot of the bonds um, just because like it, it's been like government mandated that the whole construct, it's not that it's not that the, it's not that the contractor defaulted or went out of business or anything like that, which is usually when the bonds pay. Um, it was more so that they've just been ordered to stay at home and like the construction project was called off the bigger delays we've seen. We're working with a lot of agencies in the South actually. And when the uh, hurricanes hit Louisiana and most recently when, uh, the snow apocalypse happened in Texas. I mean, we saw a lot of shutdown there, but I would say that the surety industry has just been slow in general because it's so tied to the construction industry. And I touched on it earlier, but it's not solely tied to construction, like transportation uses surety, the mortgage industry and real estate and finance industry uses it. Um, there's uh, law firms that write a lot of bonds. So there's, there's, a, there's some other areas, but construction is predominant. And, um, I would say it's a great time to get into bonds because I think construction is about to boom, not only because there was a, a lack of it for a while, but then, and finally, you know, summer's rolling around. You got to think like where you are in the country, construction rolls around year, year long longer, but on the East coast, like construction really slows down in the winter and booms in the summer. So um, I, I think there's a, there's that. And then just the infrastructure projects that the U S is going to need uh, in the next decade. Plus uh, there's going to probably be a pretty large infrastructure bill. Everyone's anticipating, which means construction is going to just like boom for quite a while. So if you're listening to this, this is a good opportunity as he's telling you right now, and you don't have to be scared of writing those bonds because when you hook up with propeller uh, and he's going to tell you more, you're going to get your own unique link that you can put, as you mentioned on, social, emails, website, things like that. You can now, and we talked about this uh, in the past, um, you see a lot of agencies and maybe you're one of those that's listening that you have your uh, property, your home, your auto tab, your commercial tab. You never see that tab for bonds. Yeah. Well, now you can put that bonds tab there and have a link straight to this page and you can send your customers there and walk them straight through it. Or you can be on the phone and walk them through it while you're on the phone with them, filling out the information for them. That's exactly right. I um, I would say what we view it as, and again, it depends. Some agencies that have bonding departments, they use us internally just because we're faster than all the carriers. Um, but for a lot of, the, of what you're talking about, we're just like an outsourced bonding department in a lot of ways. So for those agents, you can just be a marketer. You know, you could just be a marketer of bonds and we do the fulfillment and all the work but you still get paid full commissions. Um, so we're talking like 20 to 30% on every bond you're going to sell. And so we're able to do that only because of the technology piece, uh, because it's so streamlined. If we were doing it the old fashioned way, a typical wholesaler would pay you 15% or, or sometimes 10%, but we can, uh, we can pay standard commissions based on the technology. And speaking of technician or te technicians, commission, sorry. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got, uh, Arch, Carmen Forrester, Markel, walk me through some of these carriers that you're, you're using. Yeah. I mean, the big one we've signed on recently is Travelers. So Travelers is doing all of our notary bonds uh, countrywide. And um, they're also doing um, a lot of our ERISA bonds. So every single 401k plan in America has to have an ERISA bond that says, you know, that the owner of the business isn't going to steal your retirement money. Um, so there's, there's, there's those. Um so we're doing a lot with Travelers, a lot with Arch, the other carriers you mentioned as well. And we're adding probably some more to the platform. So that's the biggest thing for agents that don't do bonds currently is we have all the markets for you. Like we've aggregated the markets. So 
if you don't do a ton of bonds, it's really hard to go get a contract with a surety and get a power of attorney um, because they just, it's, it's a loss leader for the carriers because they know you're probably not going to do a lot of volume. So we're able to um, get you access to all these markets via our technology instantly, um, which is really cool. Yeah, that is super cool. Um, and so uh, again, whether it's, uh, you know, forward facing or if it's just agency, you know, inside facing, you know, for you to use on the back end, uh, talk to me about the steps and how simple this is. I heard you, we were talking before we hit record, you can do some of these in, in a very quick amount of time and very few clicks. Again, going back to what you said earlier, when you get those calls about municipal bonds or whatever bond it may be, whether it's a hundred dollar commission or a hundred dollar premium or a $500 premium, you don't want to waste a lot of time in keystrokes because no. you're losing money doing that. So talk to me about that part of it, how you're saving agencies money and time. Yeah, th- that's really where we save. That's why the, the really big shops are using us because they oftentimes have a higher negotiated commission, like 35%, sometimes even 40, but they still use us because they know how much money they're saving on the back end um, and, and just in labor costs. And they'd like for their employees to focus on bigger ticket items and offload these $100 bonds. So um, yeah, we save a ton in labor source. I mean, the biggest thing is like our bond library. We have them all there. Um, whereas typically you'd have to go find, you know, if someone asks for a bond in Topeka, Kansas, you got to go on the internet or call the, the government there and, and ask for the bond, a copy of the bond form. So we have all those ready. And then, um, yeah, we save um, a lot of time in that regard. So that's where I think like we're, we're really helpful um, is, is saving time on the back end. Yeah, that's fantastic. And so, you know, one of the other things that I wanted to give you an opportunity to highlight was, um, you know, a lot of surety carriers don't typically take credit cards right now. Yeah. And you're able to do that. Yeah, that's, that's the other probably largest pain point of the surety process is um, we, we take credit card payment. Uh, we eat the credit card fees on all the bonds. So we're eating those up front. And we can auto renew on credit card as well. So it really streamlines it like a ton of surety bonds are agency bill. So not only is it like a loss leader on the front end, but you got a bill for that. You got to chase down that hundred bucks every year. Um, I would advise every agency if they do work with us, like that's one of the first things we tell them is like an easy layup for us early on. An easy win is like anything you have on agency bill, send it to us because you're going to get more money probably. And you're, you're going to streamline the, the billing process. So we do that and, and that's what also speeds up the transaction. Like, like you were saying earlier, we actually have a, a YouTube video up right now called Bond in 60 Seconds. And uh, it's a uh, Texas heavy highway bond. And it shows the full workflow in, in, in less than a minute. And I showed you one for the city of Cleveland before this. Um, so we can do, for those LNP bonds, typically there's some that are, are have a little hair on them. Like a, a good example is California contractors license bonds historically don't have a great loss ratio. So we run credit on all of those. So those will always be kicked up and, and we run a, we do a credit check and the customer has to have above a 650 credit score. So um, there's some there's some obligations that, that don't get you know passed through instantly, but for most of them, it's like a minute or less. That's awesome. Um, and I think that's another, like you said, a big pain point that I wanted to make sure I teed you up for. The other thing that I think is fascinating about what you and I have talked about is, again, your startup company and you brought on uh, Chris Cold, Colger from, yeah. uh, from Chubb. And so you've got some real experts, you know, and some real expertise behind that and some some years of experience in this area. And so do you want to brag on your team a little bit? 
I would love to. They're really, they make me look good. You know, I, I'm the sales guy. So I get to like uh, stand on their uh, great work and, and really on the work of our technology team. Like our tech stack is pretty impressive. Anytime we have anyone that knows what they're doing and takes a look at it, they, they get that really quickly. Um, but yeah, Chris Colger is uh, really the head of our operations completely um, came over from Chubb uh, in the Houston area and also Kone McNaught, uh, who also came from Chubb. They, uh, she basically manages all of the pricing, the underwriting, the full bond library that, that um, agents and customers have access to and make sure everything is underwritten and working properly. And then uh, we're bringing on two mo more people. Um, one is a pretty big splash and will probably really run the company. Uh, we're bringing them on in early April, I believe. So um, we have we have some big things in the works and and uh, we're really excited about it. And yeah, I have a great team. We have people mapping bonds, underwriting, all that kind of stuff right now. And so when you click that chat box, uh, you know, you you talk to those chat people, you got some some real beef behind that, some real knowledge. So again, even if you're a first time bond writer uh, or, you know, an agent doing this for the first time, you can get to that chat box and still sound super smart to your client. Because mm -hmm. you can ask those questions and get real answers from from real people in the trenches doing this that will make you look really good. Well, and for all intents and purposes, the customer, you know, it looks like it's you, right? It's your brand and everything, but they're talking directly with like serious underwriters that know exactly what you need to buy and what you need to do. So, um, oh, that's a really good point. Yeah. That it's not when you've got that, you know, customer facing. They don't know it's not you talking to them. They don't know it's a propeller person. They're talking to, we're, we're basically, we're underwriters that are willing to interface with your client instead of, you know how you get in these these uh, chains where it's like, I get info, info from the client, go to the underwriter, back and forth, because the underwriter will never communicate with your client. Well, we will. Like, we will communicate directly with your client. We will help them buy bonds. But what, what happens in there if they're in the, the bonds thing and they're, they're typing a question to your chat people about their general liability or their workers comp? Do you direct that back to? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Everything. And, and honestly, that could be a little scary. Yeah. No, we don't have, we don't sell any of those products. So you, you'll never find those on our platform. We, uh, we direct all that to the agent and then anything that gets kicked up, we also include the agent as well. As you saw, like when we sell a bond, the agent is always CC'd on it and knows that it was sold. They get a commission statement, a direct deposit every month. And all for all intents and purposes, we feel like a carrier to the agent. And um, and so, uh, yeah, anything that gets kicked up, like if someone applies for a $3 million bond, that's not going to be an instant pass through. It gets kicked up to us and we reach out to the agent and say like, hey, big bond came through. Do you want to handle this or do you want us to handle it for you? We will do whatever you want. So, but we already have the application. We already have the credit ran and we're like ready to go. So again, for the really large agencies that have a bonding department, they usually will take that over and say like, no, we want to, uh, we want to shop this around and, and do whatever. But for um, most agencies, honestly, they look at it and say like, yeah, run with it and just, you know, shoot me the 20% when you're done. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, you become the bonding department. So you could instantly add four staff members to your agency by hiring Propeller. A thousand percent. Uh, and I think that's brilliant. Um, and I, it makes me kick myself that I didn't, you know, you didn't have Propeller around back when I was an agent. And it really <laughs> helped me. Uh, and maybe I'd still be selling to this day and I wouldn't have gotten out of it. But no, I'm kidding. Um, no, I, I really think that's fantastic. Um, and again, you know, citizens, you know, I don't normally like to do a commercial unless it's my guys over at Canopy Connect. But uh, this this product, when I found it, was fascinating to me. 
and something I felt like each and every one of you should hear about. So, um, Aaron, I, I really appreciate you. What I want to do right now is I want to give you an opportunity um, to to give out your contact info, uh, you know, maybe share a, a little bit of how they can find you, how they can find Propeller, um, and, you know, give them some of that info right now. Yeah, so our website, uh, our website's really just like a glorified brochure, honestly. It's uh, propellerbonds.com, and uh, on there is the contact details, but you would, you would email me if you wanted to get signed up, Aaron, uh, A-A-R-O-N at propellerbonds.com. You can call me directly on the office lines, 215-309-8001. And um, yeah, we're actually in the midst of automating the onboarding process to make it easier for agents. But now it's still just like, you know, we need a producer agreement, a W-9, a direct deposit form, the typical carrier signup stuff. Um, But we're we're working on automating that portion as well. And uh, I appreciate you for just even reaching out and just being cool to me and, and sharing your platform with me. And, and um, I'm, I'm definitely indebted. So thank you so much, Heath. Yeah, bro. I appreciate it. Now, one of the things I would like to do, uh, and this may throw you off, but uh, fine. I'd like to, to give you the keys to the city for a minute, stand on your own soapbox. If there's anything that you want to talk about, anything that you want to share with the audience, uh, educate us uh, in, you know, let us know more about, you know, something that has to do with bonds or something in your own life. Uh, this could be a time to inspire us, educate, whatever you want to do. I'm going to give you the floor. I'm going to hit mute for a few minutes and let you go. Um, I, wow. Yeah, it does put me on the spot. <laughs> I mean, I think the biggest thing, I guess, if um, just to stick with what we've been talking about is like the biggest thing I would say is, is and we touch on it a lot, is not to be afraid of surety and um, to focus on really what I said earlier, which is like, a lot of agents that I, this is just my personal opinion. I find that um, the agent community is a lot of awesome people because it's mostly people, people. And so it's a lot of fun people, but there is a problem, I think in insurance with like a bit of a followers mentality sometimes. And I I would really implore agents to um, go the other way and not, you know, everyone's going after GL, everyone's going after auto home. Everyone's going after the, the, the main core business items, but you see a lot of people that um, have a ton of success by going a backdoor route, like targeting surety or on the, I'll give you an example on the personal line side, like, you know, auto and home insurance is like 30 bucks a click on AdWords, but flood insurance is like five bucks a click. And, you know, why wouldn't you go after that and write the flood knowing that they have a home and they have an auto. So you can use surety as a lead generator, you know, even if you don't, if you think like, oh, I'm never going to make much money off of this. It's a great lead generation tool. And uh, I would just implore agents to like open their minds to that kind of stuff and, and, and lean into it and just like give it a try. And if not with us, there's plenty of other insurtechs that um, offer a way to tackle business problems that uh, agents often ignore. And I think that's a really good way for, um, for you to leverage your current network and, and your current customer base and, and grow your agency. Yeah, thank you so much, Aaron. Uh, again, I appreciate it. I appreciate you, uh, you know, not only come on to, to educate us on what bonds are and what that looks like, but also to offer up, you know, your services, so to speak, for becoming that bond department. And so uh, I want, you know, to implore all of you people listening, all my citizens, reach out uh, and talk to them about it and, you know, get the demo, find out the pricing, find out everything you need to know about it. Uh, and uh, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it, Keith. And uh, thanks so much, man. Yeah, dude. I appreciate you. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, guys, for hanging out with me today in Insurance Town. I'm really hoping that the content that Aaron and I put out made you a better insurance professional. Guys, make sure you mark your calendars for March 18th. We've got our next Insurance Town Hall meeting with my man, Billy Williams. You're not going to want to miss that. Uh, Check it out. And if you missed it, uh, I'm going to put it out as an episode in a couple of weeks. Uh, This episode was recorded and produced by my man over at Ready, Set, Podcast. Uh, Go to the website, getreadysetpodcast.com. If you've got an idea for your own show, and he can make that happen for you for sure. They are super legit. They do a great job, and they really help you out. You can pick up the phone and call my man Ryan and ask him questions as far as microphones and webcams and what platforms to go on man he's really good at answering those questions and making you look good so again uh get ready set podcast.com ready set podcast turning your brilliant idea into a reality thanks again guys and i'll see you again next week